Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to episode number 161, Who Taught You How to Love? So it's the month of February, and I have been focusing all of my Instagram and Facebook posts uh, on marriage. You you are following me on Instagram, right? At Janet Quinlan Coaching. Make sure you follow me. Um, anyway, so all of my Instagram and my Facebook posts and all my podcast episodes have been on marriage. And in my mom's coaching membership, Reimagine Motherhood, we've been talking about marriage, how to navigate conflicts with our spouse, and the importance of shared goals and dreams. And so I was thinking about love and marriage, and of course, Valentine's Day, because, right, it's everywhere. Red, pink hearts, candy, flowers, cards everywhere. Even now, it's a couple of days after Valentine's Day, and it's still out, only it's 50% off. Love is 50% off now. (laughs) And anyway, it made me think, hmm, who taught me how to love? So this episode is not only about who taught me how to love, but hopefully it will spark your thoughts on who taught you how to love. Maybe it will bring up people who taught you how not to love. So let's look at love. The desire of the human heart is to love and be loved. We're brought into this world and the people who primarily teach us how to love are our parents, our grandparents, maybe aunts and uncles. Sometimes those lessons aren't the feel-good love lessons we wished we had. Maybe you had a parent who struggled with addiction or depression. Maybe your parents fought a lot and so there wasn't a sense of peace in your home. Or your parents worked a lot so that you didn't have the time together to feel connected, loved, and safe. Or maybe your parents' marriage was unhappy, and you saw love as a relationship of stress, anger, and resentments. Because when our parents are in that type of relationship, there's little space for a joyful, peaceful relationship with children. And for others... You may have had that bright, cheerful, peaceful home where the parents worked on their relationship, working through conflicts in private, even big, serious conflicts, to create an environment where you felt safe, connected, and loved. For all of us, we can look to our family of origin and learn how to love and how not to love. And that may mean rejecting what our parents taught us through their actions and mistakes, and choosing instead a different path in the way we love our spouse and our children. Now, as adult women, we have the opportunity to be discerning, to be thoughtful. This is your life now, your family. How do you want to show up in love for your husband and your children? How do you want to teach your children to love? We are always confronted with how the world 
wants to teach us about how to love. The world tells us love is personal fulfillment. What can you give me to make me happy? Love, candy, flowers, cards, spending money. Here's my list of needs. If you fill them, I'll be happy and that will be love. Or if you don't behave in a way I find acceptable, then you don't love me. And I choose not to love you anymore and we go our separate ways. And at the most base of the way the world teaches us about love is that love is just a momentary pleasure. In many ways, I think Valentine's Day adds fuel to the fire of how the world teaches us how to love. And I think it's an insult to true love. Here's what's interesting is the connection of St. Valentine is that he was martyred for secretly marrying Christian couples in the third century. Martyred for marrying couples. Married love was so important that a man was martyred, probably many priests, for the idea of sacramental love. That sort of takes a new flavor on Valentine's Day, doesn't it? You don't see any of that in the grocery store when you're seeing all the balloons and the hearts and the roses. You don't see the reality of what love really is about. Michael and I have been married uh, for almost 39 years. We came into our marriage with two very different lessons on love from our families of origin. It would be unrealistic to think that every day, every year is going to be amazing. And there were years when we didn't feel much like exchanging Valentine's Day cards. I did not find love in the flowers and notes and gifts. I didn't even find love in the here's my needs, meet them kind of way. I found love and how to love on a retreat 32 years ago when I learned that God had called me to this man and these children to love them as God loves them. Not just to cook and clean and chauffeur them around, but to love them through my sacrifice for them. Sacrifice to love my husband to health when he needed it, whether it was in body, mind, or spirit. Sacrifice to love and forgive my husband for our ultimate goal, which is to get each other and our children to heaven. I found love in sacrificing to be a better woman to seek to grow in virtues that I lacked and strengthen the virtues I had been given. I found love in saying yes to our marriage when I wanted to say no for big and small reasons. I found love in being vulnerable. I am not a person who likes to be vulnerable. I live a very controlled, thought-out life. Vulnerability is hard. Sometimes you get hurt over and over and over again. But it is through being vulnerable. It is through sacrifice that I learned how to love. And that was through really learning my faith. Through the reading of the life of Jesus, I learned how to forgive. At first, when I really heard the meaning of 70 times, seven times, i.e. infinity, I was not happy. (laughs) I'm like, really? Infinity? 
when I read how Jesus forgave his torturers and murderers and really prayed about that. What would that mean? If that were me, what would that feel like? What would I be thinking? It brought new perspective to the anger that I felt about the silly conflicts and the serious conflicts that Michael and I had. And when I read about the many, many people who gave their lives up for their faith, the saints, I think about how generous am I during the day in my family? When I see the mother of Jesus, Mary, and her quietness of heart, her obedience, her embracing of God's will, even to the point of requesting that miracle at Cana, which both she and Jesus knew would begin the journey to Calvary, I think, how self-sacrificing am I? And I picture her standing at the foot of the cross, looking up at this only son of hers who's tortured because he loves us so much, I realize how much further I have to go in being a woman who is self-sacrificing. It's in the everyday living of my faith, through prayer, through reading and really reflecting on the New Testament, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, really understanding, putting myself in that scene and asking some hard questions. How would I respond? Do I love like this? Do I believe? It's in contemplating the mysteries of the rosary. It's a morning offering and holy mass and so many other ways that I keep God present in my life that I have learned how to truly love. And I'm not done learning. (laughs) I'm still learning. It's really remarkable how you can read the same passage in the New Testament over and over and over again, and you're like, oh, wait a minute, that's what God means. (laughs) That's the problem in the world. People don't know how to love because they don't know God. They don't study him. They don't learn from him. They don't practice his love. They don't sit in quiet prayer. They don't go to prayer and cry and complain and unload and then let the Holy Spirit calm and embrace and nurture and teach and give insights. The people of the world are so caught up in those top threes, anger, anxiety, overwhelm, and then we're going to throw in resentments and impatience with others' faults. People in the world lack a love for their self. They have low self-esteem, even self-loathing and self-harm in the form of addictions and escapes. There's a lack of connection to the anchor of love. And people are directionless because they refuse to pick up the map or check the Waze app. Did I just show you how old I am when I said pick up a map? (laughs) Sorry. I do have the Waze app and that's what I use. Recommit to learning how to love. Decide who you want to be in this world. How do you want to love? How do you want to show up? Stop focusing on how your husband is not showing up the way you want or think you need. Start focusing on you. How do you show up? 
Love is a path that sanctifies. Whether it's loving your spouse, your children, your aging parents, or your friends. What does sanctify mean? It means make you holy. Make me holy. Love is learning virtues as we sacrifice. As you say no to your will and yes to God's. When you don't feel like it, when you don't want to, when you've been hurt or betrayed. Sometimes when you just want to stomp your feet and have a tantrum because you want the day your way. You want the children to listen the first time. You want your husband to be more attentive. And when we don't have those days and we choose to love, that's love. When we love anyway, even when we don't feel like loving. We love because we know the higher good, the goal. Being more like Christ to those around us. Love makes us a better human here on earth and sets us on the path to heaven. So who taught you how to love? Look to your parents. Take what you can that was good. Leave behind what was not. As a parent now of adult children, there are decisions that we made that I wished we had not made. But they were made out of love, always out of love. Sometimes just a little misguided. But I challenge you to look to the ultimate teacher of love, which is Jesus Christ. Incorporate the faith into your own life in so many different ways and watch how you become a woman who deeply loves. Take care. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe, leave a review, and share with friends. Thank you. Have a great week.